Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Dictionary Day, Tony. What's your favorite word? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Blues. That's short for bears lose. It's a contraction. Do you like it? You know what you I like, like better? Then. You know what I like better? I like I like a hyphenated word. Overall first. Because that's where yeah. we could be headed. Oh wait. And overall second. I like that okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's good. So in other words, yeah. now you're getting rid of your quarterback and bringing in another one, right? You've made that determination. Well, I didn't head. say that. We could yes. be a wide receiver and a left tackle. I didn't say get rid of yeah. the quarterback. You didn't hear me say that. I'll ask you later in the show. Yeah. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Lions win their fourth in a row. Colorado collapses and the NLCS starts tonight. But we begin today with no more unbeaten teams in the NFL. Yesterday, the 49ers were beaten in Cleveland and the Eagles were beaten in New York by the Jets. Wilbon, which result was more surprising to you? Tony, the Niners, and I'll get back to it, but the result... They were the same game, the same result, the same circumstance, the same context. Go on the road, lose to a team with a proven really good defense and a backup at quarterback. You know, it's the same situation. And I will admit to you, I didn't think that both would happen. You know, I, I, I watched the 49ers, a chunk of that. Out here in L.A., that game was on local TV for some reason. And then I went back to, to YouTube. We, we got to get you to YouTube to Sunday Ticket so you can watch everything. And I didn't YouTube, think the Eagles. The Hulu, sure. I didn't think the Eagles were going to follow. I, surprising both. But I think right. the 49ers was the biggest loss. If they have Robbie Gold, they win the game because he doesn't miss that kick that the rookie kicker missed. Right. Um, right. And, you know, you're, you, you lose two of your best offensive players. You know, you could argue your second and third most important offensive players. You could argue that. Um, so I, I, I think the 49ers' loss was a little bit more jarring. I mean, the Eagles may have been a little arrogant in their approach to the game, I thought. It was like they just went out there for the knockout, and they thought they were going to knock the Jets out, and they could not, and they wind up in this right. circumstance. But, you know, I think both are being overstated today. Both those teams are going to be fine if relatively healthy and one loss. They're going to lose each four of them. They're going to lose four games each. So what's the big, 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 big deal? I'm very happy to sit here today and say I believe I had that. On this show last week, we were doing a segment either Monday or Tuesday about the fact that the 49ers and the Eagles were apparently the class of the league at this point. And I said they're each going to lose two games to teams where you're going to stand up there and you're going to say, really? And then I said, and you can check the tape. You check the tape on this. And then I said, so the Eagles are at the Jets this week and the 49ers are at Cleveland, and those feel like trap games, right? And boom goes the dynamite. And yesterday, after the 49ers lost, I texted my friend Ted Beichman in Philadelphia, a Philly guy, and I said, you better watch out. I think the Eagles are in a trap game. He says, no, don't worry about it. That's not going to happen. Okay. 
So to answer the question, I agree with you that the 49ers is the most surprising loss for the same reason. That's a 41-yard field goal. You're supposed to make that and win the game. But I'll say this, Mike. Brock Purdy looked average. First time he's ever looked average. Now, maybe it's because Samuel was out. Maybe it's because McCaffrey was out. But he yeah. looked average. I, I, I that am defense got after him, Tony. Well, I'm less surprised that Philadelphia lost because they haven't been as dominant as the 49ers. No, no they've and, had some close games. And yeah. Jalen Hurts threw three picks, which is terrible at that point. Do you want to know something very interesting, Mike? It, it is really interesting. The Jets' defense going up against Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts, who were probably one, two, three in a league last year, probably. have allowed yeah. three touchdown passes. They've intercepted them eight times. Eight times. Well, Tony, Jets' defense is good. To quote, to quote our dear friend Booger McFarland, who I heard on this network this morning, you have to remind all the quarterbacks, hey, there are great defenses out there that get paid money too. Can we credit Defense. That's right. Really well played, well coached defense. And the answer, Booger, is yes, on this program, we will. So let's give the, the Jets and Cleveland Browns, whose defenses we knew about coming in, much of the credit for those alleged upsets. They were Again, I had that. I had that. Yeah, okay. Let's, you know, really, we're going to keep score every week. Be careful now. Be careful. I'm going to get a, a board out. While the Niners and the Eagles fell to 5-1, and one, as Tony chronicled, the Lions rose to that. Detroit beat Tampa for its fourth straight win, all by at least 14 points. Prior to the season, we all wondered, I certainly did, whether the Lions would continue last season's late run. Tony, have they now convinced you that they're one of the NFC's best teams? So have they convinced me? I'm easy. I'm not like you and watch this division my whole life and watch them lay down like dogs for 40 <laughs> years. I am, not, I am not burdened by that. So are they one of the best teams in the NFC? Sure, they're five and one. And as you said, they've won four games in a row by 14 points or more. And you know, the last time that happened with the Lions was 1970. So let me just check my notes here because I want to make sure about this. Probably the had tricky Alex word in this, playing back then. The tricky word in this is convince. And that's because... The Lions are burdened by so many yeah. years of failure. But, Mike, if you didn't know that and you looked at their body of work right now this year, including three road wins in a row over Tampa Bay and Green Bay and Kansas City, you would be convinced. They have Baltimore next week. That's a tough game. If they beat it's Baltimore, good, good all man, the doubters have to shut up. And, Mike, after that, the schedule actually gets easier. They've got Raiders they got at twice. Chargers. Okay, <laughs> Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings. That sounds like an easy 6-2 and two to me. It does if you're a good team. Yeah, Tony, I'm not going to disagree with you there. And I am, yes, my vision is colored by watching the yeah. Lions be the Red Sox and the Cubs. I've watched it all my life up close. I go back, seriously, can you name any Lions from 1970? You probably can besides Alex Karras, Alti Taylor. Who else? Lim, Barney, maybe. I mean, it's Your so whole life you've watched. We're the yes. only people on the air old enough to be able to name Lions from 1970. And you're right, Tony. It's futility. Look, their coach, Campbell, that defense. and But offensively, we, we expected that. They seem to have put together one of these all-phases teams, at least for now. But, Tony, and by the way, they played through injury yesterday to starters. 
It's a long – the NFL is a much longer season now, of course, literally than it's ever been, and stuff can happen. But good for them so I know. far. They should run through the division. They should. Here's the thing. I understand, as you understand, they have only won one playoff game in 55 years. Yeah. One playoff game. But Jared Goff didn't quarterback all those teams. Amon, Saint, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown didn't play on all those teams. Dan Campbell didn't coach on all those teams. What I would say to you, Mike – to use a Bill Parcells word, unprejudice yourself yeah. about their past. Well, you have to one try. Thing, we move now. That's a great phrase, Go. Tony. Only one thing is going to unprejudice me. Win the damn games. Let me. It's okay. like the Cubs and the Red Sox. It's fair after all that time to say, uh-uh, you got to show. There's no benefit of the doubt, homie. Win the games. That's fair. That's fair. We move now to college football. And I ask you, Wilbon, which of these Pac-12 headlines was the biggest one over the weekend. Colorado blowing a 29-0 halftime lead and losing at hope to Stanford. Washington beating Oregon 36-33 in their first ever meeting when both were ranked in the top 10. Or Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy incumbent, throwing three interceptions in the first half as USC got ripped 48-20 at Notre Dame. Yeah, Tony, look, those were all, I mean, important results, and they made portend important developments. I, I get it. But as I said to you this morning on your podcast, nobody's, these teams aren't going undefeated. So USC had their first loss and I'm sure it's stung because they haven't won at Notre Dame in a long time, five or six trips, at least consecutively they've lost in South Bend and they were going to lose. And I, I certainly didn't have SC winning that game. I know Caleb Williams had a tough game, kind of his second week in a row, having a tough game. But, Tony, here's what's going to happen. And they're going to lose a couple of more. So is Washington, and so is Oregon. They're not going undefeated. They're really good. The conference is terrific, but they're not great, historically great teams. So the development for right now, to answer your question, right now, it's USC losing at Notre Dame and Caleb sort of dropping off the top of the Heisman board now. But Michael Penix, he's terrific now. They're going to lose, or Bo Nix is going to lose. Write it down. So we can come back to the whiteboard later, and I can say to you, Tony, I had that. All these teams, it's an exciting time. They're going to lose. I'm going to rank these in ascending order. I'm going to put Colorado at the bottom. It's a terrible loss for Dion. It undercuts some of the things that he's done. Stanford was 1-4 coming in. But the only reason we care about this is Deion Sanders. If some other guy was coaching Colorado, we wouldn't even have known that Colorado won an 11 last year was <laughs> playing forgot. Stanford. Friday night second game. Come to on me, now. Second to me is Caleb Williams. That's a bad showing, three interceptions in the first half. I think it takes him off the Heisman leaderboard right now. Michael Penix Jr., you talked yep. about him. I think Drake May's name is going to be yep. mentioned as well. But I agree with you on this. USC is not a great team. USC has been trying to lose for a few weeks now. So to me, the answer to the question is Washington beating Oregon. Uh, In a game that I watched a lot of that was really exciting, went back and forth. I'll just make this point quickly. I watched every snap of that game. It's terrific. The Pac-12 is really good this year. Sadly, it's their last year. They got five teams at 5-1, and Mike. That's the same as as the SEC. They got Washington now at 6-0, and and I believe – that barring the fact that the winner of their conference has two losses, if they have one loss, and I'll agree with you, everybody's going to lose, 
that the winner of the Pac-12 this year will get into the playoff. And they haven't been in since 2017, I believe. Let's take a break. Coming up. I'd be okay. NLCS starts tonight. Should the Phillies be big favorites over the Diamondbacks? And is it too soon to judge Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud? By the way, I got to take a shot. One more little point, Mike. What's that? That was the first time the Jets had ever beaten the Eagles. They're in the league for 55 years. The well, first time, 12. What? I think they only what? played 12 times, though. I think they were only. Pardon the interruption is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Truly, part of Happy Hour. Trying to find out what's rousing the riffraff in mail time. Let me get mail first time. in here, Mike. Man, that's strong. Do you consider the Phillies to be big favorites over the Diamondbacks in the NLCS? Yes. Yes. Favorites ties itself to Vegas and betting. And it doesn't mean I think that the Phillies are going to crush the Diamondbacks, but the Phillies were the National League representative from in something we like to call the World Series last year. And the Phillies just took out the Braves for the second straight postseason, 104 win Braves from this season. They just took them out last week, took them out. So, yes, the Phillies are the favorites. You know, I mean, Tony, the way the Phillies are playing, people overrate the word and overuse the word swag. The Phillies have it legitimately, and they should be and are the favorites. I agree that they are solid favorites. They won 90 games this year. Arizona won 84 And their pitching is set up so that their best two starters, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, can go twice each in this series. Zach Wheeler's postseason ERA is 279, and Aaron Nola is 4-2 in the postseason. But, Mike, I would have made the Orioles and the Braves and the Dodgers solid favorites, too, and they're all gone. I I mean, Arizona, I believe, is now 5-0, 4-0 on the road in these playoffs. They've outscored... The team that they played 30 to 11, I mean, they, they're really hot. Now, why yeah. do I like the Phillies? I watch them a lot. I believe one through nine, I believe they have a thunderous lineup. And anybody in that, in that 
lineup can, can take you out. And I like the fact that, as you said, they were in the World Series last year, so they know yeah. how to navigate this series. Diamondbacks so, so hot, Tony. They hit no yes. home runs in the regular season, and they're hitting them now. They're hot at the right time. It's Diamond. a one-month thing. Baseball wanted to devalue its regular season for the playoff Mike. excitement. They've done it. That's what you get. The two hottest teams are Arizona and Texas. Yeah. Right now, yes. they're the two hottest yes. teams. Do you want to make sweeping judgments about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud after six games? Not sweeping, but I'll make a quick knee-jerk re- uh, judgment. Um, I, and Bryce Young gets some time. I, I don't. I mean, that team was bad. We knew that coming in. They gave away the best receiver he would have had in D.J. Moore. And by the way, they don't have their first pick next year, which could be overall number one. So I'm. I'm not going to say that. But seeing. A quarterback from Ohio State, not the one that plays in Chicago, but the one that plays in Houston. I mean, I don't know about sweeping judgment, Tony, but the knee-jerk reaction on C.J. Stroud is to say, wow, this kid may be a little better than some of us thought. The Houston Texans were probably relieved when he was sitting there for them to draft because he's played really well so far. Yeah, so Carolina is 0-6 and Bryce Young is 0-5 in his starts. He's got six touchdown passes, four interception. His rating is 78.7. And sometimes, Mike, he looks a little bit small, a little bit lost out there. Houston is three and three. They were three, 13 and one last year. And the difference, obviously, is a new coach and a new quarterback at this point. Stroud has nine touchdown passes, only one pick. His rating is 96.4. He's got the fourth most passing yards in the entire league. He's the eighth highest rated ranked quarterback in the league. And if you don't think eight is good, he's ahead of Patrick Mahomes. So how does that taste? I would just say to you, Mike, that the owner of Carolina who traded up to get Bryce Young has been telling us for years how smart he is. This is not (laughs) proof of it. This is not Not proof. C.J. Stroud right now looks significantly better. Right he now. Some time. Yes. Yeah, right now. It's early. Agree. Totally it's a- agree. Enough email. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Bill Belichick and the Patriots lose their third straight game. And the Liberty avoid getting swept in the WNBA Finals. I'm going to take a shot at Joe Sy. I'm just telling you in advance in Brooklyn. Not his team, not the league, not even at him. At his dark, quiet, awful arena. Get it straight, people. You go after me on Twitter, I come after you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. 
Happy time, people. Happy 31st birthday, Bryce Harper. With the NLCS starting tonight, Harper is right where he loves to be on center stage. Harper hit three home runs in the series against Atlanta and was the big fish in the series' most spectacular play at 8-5-3, where Harper was doubled up at first base to end game two. Harper's a two-time National League MVP, a seven-time All-Star. Now the toast of Philadelphia, Harper ranks fifth all-time among players with at least 150 postseason plate appearances with an OPS of 1.017. And here is who's ahead of him in ascending order. Carlos Beltran, George Brett, and a couple of guys named Gehrig and Ruth. <laughs> That's some list. Listen, if you wanted to be a Bryce Harper hater and you hear that list, you got to zip it. There's nothing more to say with Bryce Harper on that list. He may win it all this year. He may. Happy anniversary, Nick Bosa. On this day five years ago, the then junior defensive end at Ohio State decided to withdraw from college while rehabbing a core muscle injury. 49ers drafted Bosa with the second overall pick in the 2019 draft and were rewarded when Bosa was named Defensive Rookie of the Year and helped the Niners reach the Super Bowl. In early September, Bosa ended his holdout, signed a five-year, $170 million contract extension, making him the highest-paid defensive player ever. His brother Joey is a star for the Chargers. Both their father, John, and their uncle, their mother's Ugh. brother, Eric Kumaro, were first-round NFL picks. He does seem like a menace. And when he is healthy and on, he just wrecks offenses. You have to spend your whole week just planning for what to do with him, and then you can't do it, even if you planned it well. So good for him. Happy trails to a sweep for the Las Vegas Aces. Last night produced a third straight double-digit result in the WNBA Finals. But this time it was New York beating Las Vegas 87-73 instead of the other way around. New York got home to Barclays Center, got 27 points and eight rebounds from John Quill Jones, who held Asia Wilson to four of 16 shooting from the floor. And they got 20 points and 12 rebounds from Brianna Stewart to keep the Liberty's title hopes alive. New York's Sabrina Ionescu had 11 assists which was just two fewer than the entire Las Vegas team. The Liberty now trails the best of five series, two to one. Game four will also be in Brooklyn, where 17,143 showed up last night. Yes, Tony, they finally showed up in, in Brooklyn. Let me just say this to Joe Sy, who tweeted at me yesterday. Let's be clear about something. I didn't criticize your league or your fan base or even your team. I criticized your building, which is awful, dark, quiet and awful. So let's be straight about that so you and your minions don't confuse it. The Liberty bounced back well yesterday. This is now a series. And don't think, oh, let's invite Wilbon to his first WNBA game. I was a season ticket holder before you knew where the league was. Let's get all that straight. So wait, can I just ask one question? Yeah. The place is a dump, you're saying? No, it's a dump? no, it's dark, oh. and it's quiet, oh. and it's not Vegas. Okay. It's not one of the top places you All go right. to get All fired right. up and All amped right, up for on. your team. It's not. It's we not. move on. One error. The, the Lions Nets. have not won a playoff game in 66 years, not 55. Yeah. How could I get that wrong? I've I been alive. Know. And two omissions. George's <laughs> All-American tight end, Brock Bowers, expected to miss four to six weeks after ankle surgery. And Bears quarterback. Justin Fields has a dislocated uh, thumb quickly to the big finish. Let's do it. We're running out of time here, kids. Uh, GM Kim Ang declined her contract option. She's leaving the Marlins. Are you surprised? No. A lot of teams could be a bidding war for her. She's fabulous, and other teams want her. The Patriots lost their third straight game. Significant? 
No, they're a bad team. They lose all the time now. Damian Lillard and Giannis made their preseason debut together against the Lakers. You watched it. What did you think? Yeah, Tony, they were eager to play with each other. They loved it. And Giannis says, I've never been this open. Seriously. Receiver Tess Walker caught three touchdown passes in North Carolina's win over Miami. Were you impressed? Yeah, you know, he was ruled eligible two games ago, and bang, you saw what happened. It's going to help Drake May with the Heisman, I think. Monday Night Football, Cowboys Chargers. You like Cowboys to bounce back? I want the Cowboys fans wearing all the jerseys to get out of my hotel lobby. I got a flight to yeah. catch. I'd like to walk through without bumping into 8 million Cowboy fans. Hey, kids, get out of my hotel lobby and yeah. get out of my lawn. Out of time. Trying to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. And now to get you set for Monday Night Football, here's Scott Van Pelt.